You are listening to episode number 70 of the Mom Aligned podcast. If you want to succeed in both life and business, you must master your time, money, and mind. This is where you will learn how. Welcome to the Mom Aligned podcast. I'm your host, Master Certified Coach Ilonka Raz. Let's go. Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. I want to talk to you about procrastination today because we all do it, but you might not understand why and understanding what procrastination really is and why we do it is really the first step in breaking free and taking massive aligned action towards the things that we want to create. And it all starts with awareness. So in this episode, I am going to share exactly what procrastination is, why we do it, and the four sneaky ways procrastination shows up so that you can recognize it when it happens, and also some simple ways to reframe things for yourself so that you can get the things done in your business that will help you to achieve your goals. Now, Google defines procrastination as the habit of delaying an important task, usually by focusing on less urgent, more enjoyable, and easier activities instead. Now, (laughs) I don't know about you, but when I procrastinate, I will even willingly do the things that aren't that enjoyable, like the dishes, or the laundry, or watching paint dry. I even convince myself that those things are way more important than taking action in my business. Now, according to neuroscience, procrastination is a biological response that happens as a result of a very real battle that is going on inside our brains. Now, the two opponents in this battle is the limbic system and the prefrontal cortex. Now, just for some context, the limbic system is also known as the paleomammalian brain, and it is a powerful and ancient part of the brain. It's the oldest part of the brain, and it operates mostly on autopilot. So you can think of all the things that happen in your body that you don't actually have to think about, like your heart beating, your organs working, like all the things that happen that's happening is basically because of this part of the brain. And it's responsible for things like physical sensations, but also where it's also where the flight or fight response happens. And because it's been around for so long, it's it's very strong. Like it's a powerful part of the brain. And you can think of it as like the the, the thousand year old vampire that has the strength of million Jason Momoas. The prefrontal cortex, on the other hand, is a lot newer to the game of life and specifically in terms of our evolution as as humans. And for that reason, it's a little bit less developed, right? And it doesn't mean that it's not developed. It's just newer. It's not, it hasn't evolved for as long as the paleomammalian or limbic system part of the brain has. Now, the prefrontal cortex plays a crucial role in various cognitive functions, such as planning, decision-making, and expressing ourselves, right? And it's this part of the brain that is considered to be unique to us as humans, opposed to animals who are primarily driven by instinct. Now, you can think about the prefrontal cortex part of your brain as the mortal human that is now facing off against 
this thousand-year-old vampire. Now, because the limbic system is much stronger, it very often wins the battle, obviously, which is why we procrastinate. We basically give our brain what feels good right now. We are just simply doing what the limbic brain is telling us to do. Another way of looking at procrastination that has been very helpful for me in reframing it a little bit is that when I procrastinate, I am actually choosing my present self over my future self. So when I procrastinate, I am losing the battle. My present self is losing the battle against my future self. Because when we procrastinate, we are choosing reward in the moment rather than doing the thing that gives us a bigger reward in the future. Now, how do you know that you are procrastinating versus really doing other things that are important? Because sometimes it can be difficult to distinguish. Now, there are four types of procrastination, four ways in which procrastination can show up in a sneaky way. And you might be procrastinating, but not even know it. So I want to discuss those four types of procrastination with you now. The first one is when you say things like, I work well under pressure. You convince yourself that having the pressure of completing a task at the 11th hour is when you actually deliver your best work. The thing is, though, it causes a lot of stress. And although it's okay for you to do this every now and then, It isn't sustainable and it often leads to doing a lot of things, but not actually getting them done before the deadline. We're like holding off on a lot of things. And before you know it, you have a lot of things that need to be done tomorrow. And for these types of procrastinators, the hardest part is to actually get started. It's very hard for us to get started on a project when we we tell ourselves this. And so it's not that we work well under pressure. It's actually that we have trouble getting started. So here's what you can do. In addition to having a deadline when the project or task needs to be finished, you can also give yourself a start date. The second sneaky way procrastination could be showing up is when you say things like, I am just so lazy right now. We know that laziness isn't the same as procrastinating because laziness is really just the unwillingness to act like you're not willing to do anything. Whereas when you're procrastinating, you're often still doing a lot of things. And when you say things like, I'm so lazy right now, what's really happening is that you're not willing to accept that, hey, I'm actually tired and I need to take some time to recharge. And so it's easy to blame the inaction that we're doing on being lazy rather than admitting that we're tired. So if this comes up for you, I want you to really just take some time to rest, to recharge. Try going for a walk or having a little bit of a power nap so that you can actually rebuild your energy and come back to the thing that you want to focus on. The third way procrastination could be showing up that is a little bit sneaky is when you say, I'm so busy. And this happens when we overschedule ourselves, it shows up in, in overscheduling. So if you look at your calendar and it's full to the brim, this could be you, right? Saying things like, I'm just so busy all the time. And feeling overwhelmed is also an indicator. So I want you to check in with how often you use the words, I was just so busy, like that's your excuse for not doing something or convincing yourself that you are just so busy, there isn't going to be time for this or that right now. 
So rather than facing a challenge head on or admitting that you don't want to do something right now, it's easy to tell yourself that you're just like super busy with other important things when you know that this isn't really the case. So instead of using busy as a buffer or a way to avoid the thing that you actually need to do, take a moment, check in with yourself and ask, what is it that I'm really avoiding by keeping myself busy? And number four, the last sneaky way procrastination could be showing up for you is when you say things like, oh, I just had a brilliant idea. This, my friends, is shiny object syndrome. And this is when we have so many fantastic ideas about new projects, new things that we could be doing, often starting or taking action on these new projects. And then a week or two later, we actually feel bored by them. Can you relate to this? This also shows up as jumping onto a new trend bus. Like there's a new way of doing things. There's a new platform. There's a new something out there. And we're like, I need to get on on this right now. Otherwise, I'm going to miss out. So even though you might be really good at making decisions and taking action, you are also losing a lot of time and risking burnout because the action you are taking isn't directed. It isn't focused. It's all over the place. As a result, you have a lot of open projects hanging in the air. Now, for this type of procrastination, completing projects can actually feel very hard. So you have, it's very easy for you to start projects, right? But it's really hard to complete them. So instead of adding 100 new projects to your list, make a note of those ideas in a notebook. You can always come back to them later and decide which projects are the most important and aligned to your goal and that you're going to commit to. And then don't start any new projects until those projects are done. Now, as a closing note, at the core of procrastination, there is always an emotion that we are trying to avoid. We want to avoid the hard work or the discomfort of doing something that isn't necessarily fun in this moment. Now, remember, there's always going to be something that would be more fun than doing the work. In order to stop procrastinating, we must flip the script on that discomfort and understand that it is actually the hard work that we want to do because the goal or the outcome we want is what really matters. Now, this is the work that we do in the Mom Aligned Sessions. It's my six-month private coaching container for mom entrepreneurs who are serious about not waiting for things to be perfect, who decide to take action on the life and business they want to create now because later isn't an option. You can go to the link in the show notes to book your call with me and let's discuss how we can get started on making 2023 the year where you achieve the goals you have in your business while doing less and having more fun. All right, Mama, thank you for listening. I will chat to you again next week.